Hey, what's up? Have you been in a car accident and it's not your fault? Or maybe it is your fault. It really doesn't matter. All that matters is you hit up CCLA Motors. CCLA Motors, the best body shop. iCar Gold Certified. I said iCar Gold Certified. They work with all insurance companies. So don't be afraid of the insurance. They will work with their insurance. Also, free 24 hour towing so don't be stuck on the road they got you they'll pick you up and take you to their body shop free 24 hour towing located in san gabriel valley la area inland empire in orange county 14340 arrow highway ball park california remember you get in a car accident hit up cc la motors Hey, are you in the market for a brand new car, but you don't want an ordinary car, you want that exotic car? Hit up the car plug. The car plug is a premier auto consultant. Wow, that sounds really professional. A premier auto consultant. They'll sell you a car, and not will they only sell you a car, they'll buy your old car, and they even buy off leases. You're not stuck in that lease. They will buy off your lease and put you in a brand new exotic car, the most exotic cars in one parking lot. Hit up the car plug, Premier Auto Consultants. This episode is brought to you by Apish, premium cannabis brand. Follow them on Instagram at apish underscore OG. Website www.apish.com. Let's go ape shit. Welcome back. Welcome back. We got an amazing guest today. Got Pastor Gabriel in the building. Yeah, yeah. You like my music I have on for you right now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm ready to preach. Yeah, right man. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you one of those from those pastors? Um, when you're preaching, you have like the keyboard person in the background doing it. It just I I, I, I do like that. I yeah. do like that. But if if not, I'm gonna go with it with with piano with no piano. Yeah. I think if I was a, a, a pastor and I'm on stage, I go no. I want somebody in the background yeah. doing the keyboard. Yeah, yeah. It just makes it, it helps. It helps out a <laughs> yeah, lot. It it's, we're talking about nothing, but it sounds cool. Right, right. right? right. <laughs> let, me, let me learn this a little bit. So um, this is Pastor Gabriel. I met him a few weeks ago through Prophet Rob. Went to his church. Um, he has a, you have a lot of churches, right? Right. Yeah, I think you have seven campuses. Yeah, so I'm a part of the Way World Outreach that has, we have eight campuses total. Yeah, and then I oversee the LA region, okay. and we have two campuses there. I did go to the May. Can I say mega church? Yeah, yeah. it's a mega church, yeah, yeah. right? The yeah. one in San Bernardino. Yeah, the way yeah. it's called the Way in San Bernardino, right? Right. Okay, so I went there to go see my favorite Christian rapper, and this guy is amazing, Brian. Um. Brian um Trey. Is it Trey? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, he's just yeah. He's good, bro. And not only could he rap good, he he could preach. Yeah. He was preaching, he bro. I remember so I went to this 
I went to this church because um one of my buddies, I'm tatted and blessed. I think you know who yeah, I'm talking yeah. about, right? He invited me. He go, hey Rock, um, I know you like this dude. Come down to the church. So I went there. I didn't know what kind of environment because when I walked in, I want to get you almost get like a victory outreach vibe, mm, right? Right. Right. So I go there. I go, damn, a lot of homies here, like straight <laughs> up. And then, you know, Brian Pro was preaching and music is good, and some guys praying over me. And I go, okay, it's, somebody's praying over me. I guess it's cool. <laughs> which I'm not gonna interrupt it. This yeah. is this is amazing. And I turn around. It's um, it's one of my enemigas. Wow. Like. He had the you know I don't I don't even say no gang name but he had a tie on his head oh wow. like thanks thanks <laughs> dog like but that's what God does right, right? that's yeah. what God does like right. you put your enemies that front, yeah you know I, mean? I don't want to get to the whole like um, street preaching right. but I mean gangs are you know like, yeah I mean that guy is an amazing dude I didn't even know that guy and he's praying over me and you know growing up somebody told me told me that he's a bad guy he's a bad dude when really he's an amazing guy he's right. an amazing dude just because yeah. we grew up on our different streets right right you know so and that's, that's what powerful. you guys do right because you yeah. guys you guys i see tatted and blessed and i see your church yeah you guys are in the streets right and i'm talking about like in the hood, hood right right yeah 100 percent. and i think that's what we're called to the trenches yeah you know i really feel that you know there's there's an absence of men and women of God mm -hmm. in the trenches. Yeah. And so you, it's easy to tell people, hey, come to us, but we need to be going to them, you know? Yes. It's just, but like, and we were talking off the air a little bit, and we don't need to say names and hoods and all that, but, and you know, you have a particular church mm. in this particular area. Right. And in those cities, those hoods run that community pretty much. Right, right. And you're, you have a few churches, but, they're in this area. So if this gang in this community isn't going to your church, you're mm. kind of gambling. Like if they don't go to this church, the people on the other side of the city ain't going to come to this church just because where it's at. Right. So right. you're kind of like, oh man, like I open right. it up right here. If we can't get these people here, then it's just not going to work out. Right. 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 No. Yeah. How does that work out though? Well, at first I was, I was like, man, I'm reaching people. When you come to those cities in LA that like every other block is a neighborhood. Yes. It gets difficult because you're reaching the people on whatever it is, a hundred and something street, and then you got you're building relationships with them. You're you're helping them get to know God. You're blessing them, and then you go to the next block and do the same thing. But yeah. you find out like, yo, they hate the person on the block. On you know, <laughs> so it, it yeah. and, and it kind of it really breaks your heart because you know you really you really love these people because yeah. you're you're getting to know them more. You're bridge, bridging them to the Lord, but. One of the things that, that I had to do is find a, a location that was a little more neutral, that didn't have a a necessarily like a gang tie attached to that block. So we 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 found one um, that's a neutral spot more by where the Galaxy play in Carson. So okay. that's a that's a place where people could all come. Yeah, to I've been right there. there. It's yeah. kind of neutral right yeah, there, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we have the other one, La Puente. I know what happened, but what feeling do you get? Like what happened to me and that guy, you know, like yeah. I'm pretty sure that happens. That's not the first time that happened yeah. in your church. What kind of feeling do you get when you see two, you know, so-called enemies, yeah. you know, they worshiping together? Yeah. How is no, that? Yeah. It's a, it's I a, mean, I had a similar situation like you too. Okay. You know, so, but I mean, there's, a, I remember I was on, I was the guy praying. I was at the altar uh -huh. and I'm praying for people before I was, you know, I wasn't even preaching yet or nothing. And I see this guy and he comes up and he sees me. But the last time he see me, I was chasing him, him and his friend down with a brassy in one hand <laughs> and a knife in one hand, chasing wow. them both down. And 
he see me and he just like froze. I was like, "Hey man, don't even worry about all that, bro. Like I'm not that's not even me anymore." Yeah. You know, and to and he just got out of jail and he and to see that, I was able to really see that no matter if us as men, sometimes yeah. we can't bring each other to a place of truth and peace, but through God, yeah. we can bring ourselves to a place of peace. And so even even in the campus that we were just talking about, I have I had last week people from four different neighborhoods that would be you know, going at it yeah, for sure. Yeah, 100%. For sure. And it just shows me the miracle, miraculous power of God. Like, yeah. only God can do that. Even people from these communities are yeah. like, you had who from where? Yeah. In there? What? With so-and-so? Like, it just doesn't even make sense. I'm like, that's God. God can do what no man can do. I remember one time my brother... um the last time he went to prison, at the very end, he wanted to go Christian. But, mm. you know, when you go Christian in prison, it's kind of frowned upon, I right. want to say, as far as, you know, the gang culture. Right. I remember when I did my little county time, I wanted to go to the Bible study just because I wanted to. But I go, nah, I'm not going to show no weakness. Right. You know, it's, right. yeah. it's kind of silly when yeah, you really yeah. think about it. So my brother called me one day, and he's um, he's upstate. And he goes, hey, I'm right here with, with, with this Norteño. <laughs> you know, back then, it was a South Side, North Side thing. Right, you right. know, He's like, I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, we're a Bible study right now. And I was like, like he broke my heart a little bit when he was mm. telling me this. Go, bro, like what? Like he he knows, he know he's gonna like you know ruffle my feathers. He was doing right. it on purpose. <laughs> so yeah, bro, it's a you know. Yeah. But now I get you know right. my thousand. Like, what? Who are you kicking it with? You right. know. Right. It just it, it, it's it's crazy. So one time I went to I do. I'm not that guy that does charity work and I'll like and I'll post it. I mean I will post mm. it to motivate others. Right. Um. Once in a while I will go to Watts. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll go to the projects right there, Imperial Courts. Yeah, we, we go there too. Okay, yeah. and I have a good friend, Justin Mayo yeah. from Red Eye. Same friend. Good dude, yeah, man. Yeah, he's super cool. Yeah, I, I probably maybe seen you there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I, I will, I'll go there once in a while, do free haircuts or whatever he needs help with. Right. And I remember the first time I went there, it was an evening because um, I was going there by myself. I was going to get free haircuts for like three hours. Who wants to come get free haircuts? Come get them. Wow. And you know over there at the Imperial Courts, they don't have a parking lot. It's mm. not like a community center with a parking lot. It's a community center in the middle, Park on the little street, in on the, the middle of the project. Right. And I go there the first time. It was like in 2016, 17, or whatever. And I calm because I'm pulling up. I'm like, oh, like, this is where they film Ministry Society in all these other movies. like Training this, Day, too. Training Day. Yeah. This is like a very famous project. Right. And for you guys from out of state listening, this is a very this is where men's society where he's beating up that guy like you know like yeah. so i go there i'm like oh okay yeah. like you know okay and i call justin hey bro there's no parking he's like, oh no just park down the street somewhere i go bro and i you know i have a shaved head you know looking like a child i go i just can't walk through these projects with a backpack and thinking it's cool and justin mayo <laughs> he's so like i don't say naive but humble yeah, yeah, he yeah, sees yeah. everybody as a as a as a good dude yeah, yeah, yeah. he has a good heart but he don't right. see the picture that me and you would see right and you're all tatted and yes stuff, Hispanic dude and you know they <laughs> even watch it's like a race war oh, somewhat sure, you know yeah. i'm a mexican in a black projects blast like yeah it's like yeah. nah and he goes all right i go hey justin i can't do that i want to do god's work and i want to do charity work but like god knows i'm not stupid though either right, like right, right. you know just he had the armor of god on you know right. which but you still can't be dumb about yeah. certain situations right. so i i go i can't justin like i can't 
Like that just doesn't make sense to me. It's yeah. night and it's nighttime. Right. Oh my god. Yeah, it's nighttime, bro. So you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So he go, okay, I'll clear I'll clear some parking for you. I go, cool, yeah. thank you. Right. So I parked right in front and I met with some dudes from there. They go, hey man, we appreciate you. These are the homies. Yeah. They go, hey, I appreciate you doing the charity work. Like you're good with us, my boy. Like don't right, even right. trip on anything. Anytime you come here. Don't even trip on that. Right, And right. I was all, so I ended up going there a lot. One time I got too comfortable. <laughs> I brought another bar. We're chilling with, the, I cut hair. Well, then we're chilling late night in the front of the projects. Oh, just yeah, chopping yeah. in with these guys as some fools came by throwing signs. Like, okay, you know, I need to yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, it's about to get out But yeah, man, but I, I see you guys, yeah. your church be doing that. You guys yeah. are out there, out right. there, right? Like nothing happened. Nobody gets banged on. Cause yeah. I mean, I would imagine cause, cause your fellow, like as far as your fellowship and people at your church, like, they're ex-cholos and gang yeah. members too, right? Right. And, you know, God's called us to really reach a um, diverse group too. You know, so you'll when you come to our campuses, you'll see it's it's just a trip. You have someone that just got out of prison right next to someone that is a successful business owner. Yeah. Uh, multi-generational, multicultural. Um, and, yeah, I mean, we have a lot of times where people are getting banged on. I mean, I went to a certain neighborhood in Compton, and I had a few of our young guys with us. And, you know, that we're walking the streets, knocking on, we're, we're about to pass out Christmas presents to yeah. that specific hood. And, but they wanted to find out, Hey, who are you? Like, you know, and they, oh. especially some of the younger guys that I have, they're blasted yeah. tatted too. And, um, you know, but God always protects us and love really prevails. Like if, if they know that you're loving, like you're real sincere. Yeah. If you're like one of the best compliments I got from some people in the streets was that, man, I know, and I can see that you're pure. That's you know, good. and because what they're saying is you don't have no motive here. Yeah. You don't want you. You're not trying to use me for clout. You're clout. not trying to, you know, take advantage of me or my community. You really want to help me. And and I think that's what people need to see, especially from the church. Yeah. Right. You guys ain't that. You guys ain't those people where you give me a, a homeless guy a dollar and filming it. Like, look at right, what a right, good right, person right. I am. Right. Or know? blessing someone like, hey, yeah. I'll give you this yeah. if you come to my church, yeah. though. Or if you come to Jesus. Yeah. So we're we're in the communities in certain of those areas where we're giving people, you know, fridges because they're living out of an ice chest. Wow. Literally, to, yeah. like today, people are still living out of ice chest, no washer, no dryer. Jeez. And we're just, it breaks your heart. But now we got to do something about it. It's not, it's one thing to say, all right, I'll see you. I'm gonna go pray for you. I yep. went to um uh, mega church. My son was started going to church in Corona. Mm -hmm. I didn't know the church's name, and if I did, I wouldn't really put it on blast too much. But I'm I'm there at the circuit. I want to see what kind of church my son's going to. He's 12 years old. He's he with his mom and his uh, and his stepdad. And um the church has you know the big mega church. They had these big old screens on there, mm -hmm. and they say, look what we're doing. Not even what guys did. Look what we're doing. And they have yeah. some girl on there, and this girl's crying. They're filming her. Mm -hmm. She's all, yeah, um, I was broke. I couldn't pay my rent. And um, thank the church. They helped me out with my rent. And I'm all, why would you put her on blast like that? <laughs> like, you, you hey, can you film that you're broke? Like, I just I, I, I just so yeah. disagree with that church that they put her on blast. But, they, you know, they I get it. They helped her out. Right, right, right. But they're taking... And they weren't even getting, they weren't even giving God the glory. They were giving yeah. herself the glory. Like, yeah. we paid her rent. Right. You know? And I was like, I was kind of... I don't want to... I don't like nitpicking church because you can nitpick any kind of church. Because at the end of the day, I always say human beings run churches somewhat, yeah, yeah. you know, behind the scenes. And if you go too far behind the scenes and too far down the rabbit hole at a church, at some point you will get disappointed. Mm. Yeah, You're a mega church. Yeah. I've been in your church. A lot of mega churches. 
you know, they preach to the itchy ear. Mm, they right, want right. they want to fill those baskets up. So sometimes they won't preach about certain things. Right. They um a lot of mega churches, a lot of not even mega churches, a lot of churches in just period. Right. They don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Right. right. So they re they preach about you know just you know love and mm -hmm. rainbows and unicorns. How does the way preach, and how do you guys say the word? Well, I would say this is that. If I'm only preaching about all the good, mm -hmm. I'm not even preparing them for the real battle that they're already in, but the battle that they're headed into. That's good. So if I tell you, hey, you know, this is going to be great. You're going to be, um, you're, everything's going to change. God is good. Stay positive, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. There's some truth to that, of course. Okay. There's truth to that. But in addition to that, the important thing is that Number one, we preach on like you do. You, if you're not saved, like, do you understand that you're a sinner? You need salvation, yeah. and and that's a big thing. I mean, no one even preaches that sin. You know, nobody, like, no one touches on sin. <laughs> yeah, on the end times, no one preaches about um, deliverance, casting demons out, and things like that. We minister of we we believe that we need to be preaching and demonstrating the full ministry of Jesus, not just pieces of it. Everything. You're right. Everything. Yeah. So I used to go to, uh, I go once in a while. Right now I'm kind of church hopping, mm -hmm. you know, because yeah, yeah. I used to go to a church in LA. It's a yeah, very yeah. famous church. Right. You know what I'm talking right. about. And it's very, you know, they've been in documentaries about them on Discovery. You guys, know, right. you guys those that don't know me, you guys know what church I'm talking about. Right. And they have a really good worship. You know, yeah. That's why I started going there. Yeah. And I, I took a few classes. They have some classes that, you know, you learn about the Bible more deep into it kind of ten dollars every wednesday or whatever it was i always tripped out that why you charged me to get in here for but we'll get into that later um so i go there right and this guy he's saying we don't preach straight telling everybody we don't preach about sin mm. he goes our job is to get people to the altar mm. with love and let the holy spirit do its job mm. i get it to an aspect but yeah. then when you do that then you don't repent ever Right, because right. if you go in there and you treat the crucifixion, you treat when Jesus died on the cross, if you treat that right. like a credit card, and right. a lot of us do, we treat it like a credit card, swipe, 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 sin, 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 right. sin. You know, God's going to check your credit report when you die. <laughs> right, Amen. That's like, good, that's, you know, yeah. so he's going to check your credit. Right. Like, what did you what did you spend my my, my, um, my credit with right. that I died for? Right. I died for that credit. What, right. what did you use that credit card for? Right. A lot of people are using it, so a lot of a lot of churches are using just the love, 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 but we got to preach the revelation as well. We got to preach, you know, the wrongs. And right. people think at this church, I will go there and I started going there just for that Sunday fix, mm. that Sunday high. Mm. I will go to this church because the worship's right. beautiful. The yeah. AC is set at this perfect temperature. <laughs> like it's cold. Is that the Holy Spirit <laughs> or is that the AC? Like it just, you get this feeling right. and it's a great, holy spirit feeling it really right, right. is yeah but when you walk out you know you're back to your own thing monday it just it's the same thing and i I'd done that for years and years and years i was a sunday wow. christian you know until you go deep in prayer and you start reading about the bible you right. take off the bib you put on the apron right, right. you do your own work right. and then you know what really fellowship and following god is right 100 you know? so. and i think the dangerous part about that is you create people that are followers mm -hmm. but you don't create real disciples of jesus christ and in order to create disciples of jesus you have to preach the truth right yeah. but you have to actually put in the work to spend time mentoring them developing them yeah. and when i the most loving thing you can do is help someone understand that they're in sin 
and help them get out of that. You know, that's the most loving thing you can do because at the end of the day, um, I'm responsible for letting them know the truth about where they're at. Yeah, and uh, and people do get offended when you because a lot of people think Christians are pointy fingers, pointing right, right. fingers, and obviously there's some, there's some Christians right. that will do that. But at the end of the day, we like to think like everybody trying to help out. No, bro, like yeah. slamming is not a good thing, right? right or you yeah. know, or or you know, adultery is right. not a good thing, right? You know, so it's definitely different. Tell us more about the church, the new church you're doing. We know about the mega church. Tell us what's going on in the city of La Puente, at San Gabriel yeah. Valley. I know yeah. we have a lot of local listeners. You need right. a new church. Prophet Rob been there. It's a really, I went there once. My cousin, um, she, like I said, she was Jehovah Witness. She went to your church. Now she's all Christian, which mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. She's posting worship music in the, in the morning. She's just, uh, tell us about people at your church. I know you're getting overfilled and it, that's a good thing. Right. It's you're already packed house. You, yeah. need, you probably need a new location soon. We, we definitely do. So we started this campus. It's called the Way San Gabriel Valley. Um, the Way LA San Gabriel Valley. And so this campus is in the city of La Puente but more near like the Bassett area. So by, 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 by the Bassett high school. Um, but we started the first Sunday of December and okay. from there till now, we already have like 200 plus people. Wow. And it's get We, we don't fit anymore. <laughs> yeah, like we really don't fit. So I just hit up junior actually. Okay. Today. JR? I, yeah. I just oh, texted JR. him and I was like, Hey, let me know if you have any buildings in West Covina. Nice. Um, Cause you know, I think that's a good central area as well. Like neutral area, West yeah. Covina or any, you know, area that he could help me find because we need a new church. What about if you went with the Hillsong approach? So what Hillsong does, mm-hmm. um, they really don't buy property, but they'll rent out. Like for instance, there's a club in right. downtown LA yeah. and um, Belasco, I think. Right, I right, right. So we will go there every Sunday to yeah. rent it out. Would you rent it like a, Covina has a beautiful, right here, um, we're in downtown Covina where we record and Citrus have a beautiful theater right there. Yeah. It's never, nobody's ever there. Right. Like, would that be like an option oh, yeah, maybe? that's an option for See sure. what the rent yeah. is for Sundays, yeah. you know what I mean? I know some cities don't want all these churches, West Covina, you know, I'm going to throw you guys out <laughs> yeah. there with fake community. Like, <laughs> oh my. That's true. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll say, but I'll, yeah. I'll put cities on blast yeah, and yeah. council people on blast. Like, yeah. um, obviously, faith community isn't in West Covina anymore for right. local people listening. Right. And West Covina, the city does not want that to be a church again. They, yeah. they even you said they yeah. gutted it out, right? Right. Yeah, they gutted it out because Amazon pulled out on that. Yeah. And we were trying to go in there. Yeah. But the city doesn't want a church in that um, facility anymore. Guys, I um, those in West Covina, um, you got to know who you're voting for, right? Because these people do not want a church in their city, a big church like yeah, that. I, th- church. I feel that is mind blowing. So, um, get to know who's on the council and and, right. and see what's going on with that. Because the way would love to be a mega church for there, sure. yeah. and you guys are ready to do that, right? Definitely, yeah, hundred um, percent. How could a church, speaking like a faith in that? Um, I know during, during pandemic a lot of churches went under. Mm, like, yeah. as far as people even attending. Right. And a lot of churches, they couldn't bounce back off of that. It was very yeah. hard to get their people back, you know? Yeah. Um, how could a church, like a faith, I mean, I used to go there, Dr. Jim Reeves, I think mm. he's amazing. I think he's yeah. a good dude. He preached very well. Right. How could a church like that even go under, in your opinion? Yeah, I think um, one has to come down to vision. Uh-huh. What is their vision? Um, did their vision change? You know, did it did it did it shift from also sometimes when you're going from one generation to the next generation, gotcha. there could be those types of organizational shifts in the church that now maybe 
the vision of the sun or whoever took it over. I don't know who took it over, yeah. but whoever took it over, they might now have a different vision for the future of that church. Got it. Yeah. It's it, so for my opinion with the faith thing, I used to go there uh, as far as um, what do you call the people that go there? It's not called fellowship. It's called the um, everybody together. Like the, the congregation. There you go. Yeah. So the congregation. So with that, like. When you go there, you know you you, you people watch, mm. and it's it was to me it was an older crowd. It wasn't too much of a young crowd. Be young people there. It was a good mixture, everybody. Mm. But it was just a good mixture, and the worship was good. I feel like they went trendy way, mm. which they went. Let's make this like a hill song. Let's make this. Let's make this a concert. Mm. Let's get a motivational speaker, but not a pastor. And let's get a band and not a worship team. Mm. I feel like a lot of churches went, they went that route. Could they see, you know, they see success with other churches doing that. Mm. Like even at one time, Jim Reeves, he started, he used to wear a suit. He started wearing skinny jeans and he started to get a new haircut. Like yeah. it was like a, a pastor, a pastor makeover. Like, yeah. hold on player. Like <laughs> Dr. Jim Reeves, you're yeah, 65, yeah. my boy. What are you doing? Like, I felt like they were going like, yeah. and they already had something good there. Right. They, they had a really good foundation. So in my opinion, I feel like the the um the congregation they stopped going there. They right. go I, like I didn't this ain't this ain't for me. This right. this whole concert rock mm. show is it for me? A concert rock, that's for me. I love mega churches. I love the yeah. bands. Like yeah, I, yeah. I love it. Like that's right. my thing. You know. Right. But it's not for everybody. Right. Right. right? Yeah. So it just you with your you talking about your background. Mm -hmm. It's pretty insane. Like mm -hmm. it's you know um. Straight travieso, yeah. troublemaker. You know, you you grew up in a gang culture. Mm -hmm. uh, can I call you a womanizer at oh, one point? Sure. A yeah. womanizer. Since this guy, 12, yeah. And you didn't grow up in a church at all. You no. weren't you weren't a PK no. pastor's kid, right? Um, how did you even say like I'm a like how are you a pastor now, right. bro? Because I know you're little, but you're story. Go, huh? Yeah, yeah. Like, if, who directed you that yeah, way? Right. I would say I it still trips me out today uh -huh. because. Um, 2012, February 22nd, 2012, I gave my life to Jesus. Um, and maybe three to four months after I felt God calling, like I had a vision of me preaching on the stage out of nowhere, out of nowhere. <sighs> and it was, it was after I almost like, you want me to go? Let me just go deeper. Into, yeah. Okay. Hey man, <laughs> All right. do your thing. So February 22nd, 2012, yeah. I gave my life to Jesus. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, three months after that, I ended up backsliding. For those that don't Three know what that is, right away. that means I started drifting away from God, stopped going to church and things like that. And I, I went to visit some friends and I stopped drinking. I haven't been drinking. And they Born said, Born again. Hey, yeah. I, I didn't need no, I was like, man, I don't need alcohol. I don't I'm need high nothing. On God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm high I don't God. need nothing. Yeah. You know? Mind you, I came into church with cocaine still in my system, like okay. things like that, mm -hmm. you know? And so when I went to visit these friends, they said, hey, you you want to, um, you know, it's good that you're in church because you're crazy yeah. and you're going to end up in prison like your brother probably. So it's good that you're in church, but let, let's have a beer and, and hang out. I was like, oh, you know, I don't drink because of church, blah, blah, blah. They're like, nah, you could drink. They're like, in the Bible, it's, <laughs> it's they drink wine. Yeah. And I said, and then he said, my, my, my friend. <laughs> They're not lying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, he said, he said, in the Bible, you could, it says wine. Um, they drink wine and beer is like the modern wine. I said, what? I said, okay. Boom, I drank it. <laughs> Yo, keep preaching, bro. <laughs> I drank that one beer and I'm yeah. telling you, and that was a Bud Light. You know what I mean? That was nothing. And oh, I just, it took me. And, and you're still a guy right now? <laughs> you didn't turn to a trans? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry, bro. I'm oh, sorry. I'm hitting the yeah, table. No, you're fine. You're, you're fine. You're making me laugh. But, and so I went to, I went to um, a whole, man, that one beer took me to drinking so much that night. 
doing crystal meth that night. It went it escalated it that escalated. fast. Dr- drinking to crystal Jaeger, meth, Jaeger, like a whole thing yeah, of yeah. Jaeger. Don't drink Bud Light, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Don't imagine a Modelo, dude. Oh, that would have Corona would probably kill, put put me in a coma. Oh my Bro. god, Hennessy would have probably destroyed me. Like, and 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 it just took me, and I felt like I was close to the Lord, but then I just started getting oh. distant, you know. And next thing you know, the next um, couple of nights later, after I finally could get to sleep, I threw a party the next day. You threw a party I now. I threw a party, yeah. I was back, you know what I mean? So you're one so. of those guys, you have like, you go all the way 100%. in. No matter if it's bad or good, you're right. all the way. Unfortunately, yes. Back then, yes. if I'm going left, I'm going like way, I'm going all the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're going so we're committed, yeah, we're committed. All the way. And so um, I threw a party, but I am, one of the things that happened, and I'm going to bring this to how I got the understanding and the call to be a pastor but i i was i beat this dude up in in my living room and i left him just on the floor and you were a fighter you told me before right right i just i loved fighting since i was a kid i fought you know every school year i went to a different school so because i'm going to a different school you have to always fight all those things and um so i fought this guy beat him up but then for some reason i just wanted to take his life and i know it sounds kind of crazy to say but that's just where it took me to and and this is the same night um, or the next is, day? This is a few days later. Oh, a few days later. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And um, I wasn't on no drugs at this point. And um, so I go and I, I I go get the gun by, by my pillow and I and I, and I I go after the dude now. And he's just unconscious on the floor. A couple of my guys were like, bro, chill. Yeah. Like, you already knocked him out, whatever, whatever. And so I go and they, bri- they drag me away into my room. The next day, I, I wake up. And I'm smoking like I'm smoking some I smoke like two or three bowls like I'm like trying to get myself out of the reality that my life yourself. Yeah, my life is going downhill. Oh. It, I was on a great place with the Lord. Yeah, now I'm going downhill. I just try to take this dude's life. I'm a man. I'm I'm on my way to destruction. Yeah. You know, I'm smoking. And one of the things that made me want to hurry up and smoke was I seen this vision of me preaching on the stage at our church i said oh no nah, god you got me messed up like <laughs> yeah. you, you know i can't do that yeah. like look at me yeah. like and i remember um when when that's why i started trying to smoke so i can't so i couldn't really have that conversation with the lord and after i realized i'm not getting high and i read this book and it shows it, in this book that i seen on the on the table i don't even know what it's called i someone gave it to me mm-hmm. And in the book, the Watchtower. Uh, no, I'm kidding, bro. I'm kidding, bro. <laughs> I don't even know what Watchtower is. That's Jehovah Witness. Oh, thing. okay. <laughs> like, go ahead. I'm throwing jabs. I'm book. throwing jabs. Go. I seen this book. It was called Mormon. No, I was kidding. No, but I seen this book, and and um, it is it, it was because I felt like I couldn't preach because of what I was doing, uh-huh. and I told God like, nah, I ruined everything. Yeah. You know. And then God was showing me through this book of this guy's testimony that was going and playing church. You know, his family was in the church. He was in the church, but he would only go to hook up with the girls. Mm. And God was, God, he ended up asking God for forgiveness in the, in the book. And, and God turned his life around and God used him to plant a church out of state somewhere. And God said, see, look, that guy, he was being fake with me. He's all, you're being real with me. Mm. He's all, at least, at least you're being a hundred with me. Yeah. He saw, if I redeemed him, why can't I redeem you? If I forgave him and and still, no matter what he was doing, I still used him. Why can't I use you? And so the next day, I ended up going back to church and I started, you know, um, I asked I asked some people to pray for me. 
I was like, hey, guys, I man, I need I need prayer. I almost murdered some dude, like, you know, and they're like, what? <laughs> All right, let's pray. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so we, we we prayed, and then the following couple of months, I asked my, my senior pastor, hey, what does it mean to be a pastor? Because I feel like that's what I'm supposed to do. Wow. And he made it super simple for me, which was I was very grateful for. He didn't tell me to go to Bible school. Mm-hmm. He didn't tell me, you know, start doing this Theo- or that. Theologian. Yeah, Theologian, none of that. Yeah. He said, what is, a, what is a pastor? He asked me. I said, isn't it like a shepherd? He was like, yep. He's like, what do shepherds do? I said, don't they like take care of the sheep? Yeah. He's like, exactly. So just start taking care of people. That's good. And you'll already be doing what pastors should be doing. That's good. And God will take it from there. I want to go back to how you said, um, cause this is a thing people hear. And I know it's in the Bible. Um, when you backslide. Right. Uh, and there's a scripture. Mm. Um, that seven demons come to you if right. you backslide. And I've seen that personally with my brother and different people where their life literally gets seven times worse after, right. after you get saved and right away you go back, you backslide. Right. Your life gets worse because there's a scripture that says when your spirit leaves, your your evil spirit, it wanders in the wilderness, mm-hmm. in the desert or wherever. Right. And if it comes back and it's not vacant with the Holy Spirit, mm. it's going to invite seven more demon friends with it right. that are going to live inside you. How right. correct is that? Right. So- when God sets us free, mm-hmm. right? There's one throughout our lives we open up doors to demons. Yeah. And if and and not only us, the generations before us as well. So, we 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 demons call our bodies their home. That's what that's a that's a trip. That's yeah. kind of weird. That's scary. It's, they they call this their home. Even yeah. in scripture, they literally call it their home. And so when when you get delivered, when you get set free and and those demons flee, Right. They say in that scripture, it says that they will return to the home that they came from. Wow. And what they do, that demon is going to go out. And the scripture says that he's going to go and look for seven demons stronger than himself. Wow. And he's going to say, come with me. Let's return to the home. Right. So that means you won't only be seven times worse. You'll be eight times worse oh. because you got seven other demons plus the one you already had. Yeah. yeah. And what it's saying is they're going to come back and they're just going to check up. They want to see, like, are you filled with the, with the Lord? Are you in? Are you are you really walking with Jesus? Are you really prayed up? Are you really serving God? Yeah. And and they're gonna be checking in, you know. And so that's why, you know, it's important that we don't just do Christianity isn't an event, you know. That's good. Um, it's a lifestyle. That's Living good. for Jesus, is a lifestyle. I mean, Jesus was really bold about that. Yeah. You know, we gotta lay our life down. I always trip out on Jesus. I always, I always feel like, at least how I read the Bible and and how I interpret His words. Right. I feel like He's very sarcastic. A lot of things <laughs> like, dude, like I wouldn't yeah. want to get in like a um, bagging thing with him because he's going to clown me. <laughs> oh, yeah, like I sure. feel like he'll clown you. <laughs> you know. Um. Before we go to commercial real fast, uh, I want to stay on that subject. And I know you and Jay were kind of talking about it, and you were, you guys were talking about praying over demons um as far as exorcists or whatever and if you're in that room um a demon could go like go to that scripture where a demon beats up those um those two guys oh yeah yeah seven sons of skiva so um that's what it's called that's that's the um that's the story of it but i'll pull it up right now and yeah i mean jesus today i mean in the bible you'll read it all over where jesus is casting demons out of people uh-huh. right um i'm pulling it up right now and that's the book of acts i think right you said and so acts 19 so let's see listen to this story guys like those you like reading or you like 
soap opera. I'm telling you, the Bible has everything you need. <laughs> it has every kind of thing. It has love. It has right. killing. It has war. It just drama. It, it has a, <laughs> adultery. Like right. you, it just it's it's very draw. It's dramatic, dude. Right. It's super dramatic. This is Acts 19 verse 13. It says a group of Jews um, were traveling from town to town, casting out evil spirits. They try to use the name of the Lord Jesus in their incantation, saying, I command you in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches, to come out. Seven sons of Sceva, who was a leading priest, were doing this. But one time when they tried it, the evil spirit replied, I know Jesus and I know Paul, but who are you? Then the man with the evil spirit leaped on them, overpowered them, talking about seven of them, yeah. and attacked them with such violence that they fled from the house naked and battered. So the demon literally, physically beat them up. Through that guy. Right. Wow. Through the guy. And I've seen stuff like that in real life and today. Really? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, where, because you got to understand that demons operate th through, this is, it's a spiritual thing, yeah. right? And so, but they need people's bodies to manifest, right? Yeah. And so they need, a lot of times there's people trying to pray over people that are demon possessed or, or not even demon possessed. It's more of, um, you know, they're influenced by demons yeah. because a lot of people think this is another thing. A lot of people think I could be possessed. I could be um, like sold, sell my soul and things like that. And the truth is that in the scripture, uh, the Bible talks about your soul belongs to God. Yeah. So if it belongs to God, you can't sell it. It, it belongs to God. So even yeah. if you I've helped people, too, that. We're in industries and stuff like that. And they're like, yo, I already sold my soul. It's a wrap for me. And you hear that a lot. Like, oh, I, yeah. I heard, we all heard that story. I, like, this celebrity sold their soul right, to right. satanics. That's why he's a billionaire or something right. like and that. And now right? they have an agreement, maybe. They make a okay. pact, but they their soul, still. at the end of the day, they're still going to go to judgment before who? Before God. Yeah. For what? Their soul. Yeah. And so their soul still, God still owns that soul. That's good. But... The devil will lie to you and say, it's already a wrap for you. Yeah. You already sold out. And it's just a lie to keep you in bondage. And so I've helped a lot of people that to get delivered from demons. I mean, just in like maybe in a two month span, 140 people. Really? Just one on ones and stuff like that. Helping them get. There's a lot of people that think they're crazy. Maybe you're maybe you are a little crazy. <laughs> yeah. But, aren't we all? But, yeah. <laughs> but what it what gives them so much relief and peace when they realize somebody's willing to listen to me and they're not going to just try to tell me go to the psych ward or yeah. or get some medication you're hearing voice blah blah, blah. someone that's going to sit with me and actually counsel me through this and help me understand what is wrong right and so a lot of people i'm just thankful that deliverance jesus setting people free from demons is a real thing today because if it wasn't i'd be messed up like i wouldn't yeah. i'd just be in so much bondage to demons still and thankfully, it's not just Jesus wants to give me eternal life in heaven. He wants to help me experience it here on earth yeah. and walk in freedom. Yeah. Guy, I want to take a small commercial break, but we're not done with Pastor Gabriel. We'll be right back. Let me give you some dating advice. Are you looking for a special place for a special person for a special date? While taking to Garden Bar and Grill, located in La Habra and Pico Rivera, good food, good service, be there. Start a new business? Don't know where to start from? Hit up 
Snap Express. Snap Express has all your promotion needs from stickers to t-shirts, hats, keychains. You want it, they got it. Remember at Snap Express, your business is their business. And we are back. We are back with Pastor Gabe. Like, when you hear this music, I know you want to preach right yeah, now. Yeah, I know yeah. you want to preach, but we'll wait for that. We'll wait for that. <laughs> I do have some, um, some, some questions that yeah. I feel like, even with the podcast, um, things come with that uh, right. as as a, being anything successful, and you know, like I'll get silly DMs mm. from silly, you know, girls like. Um, successful. You could be a professional skateboarder. There's, mm. I don't say groupies, but it's groupies for everything. I right. don't care what you do in right. life. You know, I seen it with pastors like a Carl Lance and Hillsong. Right. Uh, he got caught up. Mm. I feel like a lot of pastors probably get caught up. Right. Because you have that entitlement almost where you're on stage. Yep. You're preaching. You're a powerful man talking about God. You have everybody's ear and you also have girls ears as mm. well how do your dms look do 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 girls even go in your dms you know you're a passion does because i feel like people are disrespectful anyways and even if you're a man of god and you're preaching right you're still gonna get those inappropriate dms i would say um a hundred percent them dms come you yeah know? and you're not a you know, hashtag no homo you're not a <laughs> yeah. bad looking dude <laughs> like you. so i could imagine like all dude i would say like they're coming all the time like but I have this thing. I don't know if your Instagram is set up like that. Uh -huh. But technically, like, if you, I don't follow you, yes, it puts them in a category of like, do I want to accept or read this? I had it set up like that for a little bit. I yeah. need to put it back on, but it I makes took it, it easy. off. Yeah, yeah. So like, if you don't follow them back, right. they can't even reply in your stories. Yeah. Which, oh yeah. Yeah. I seen they the one that I have. They could reply or send me a DM, but it'll categorize them as like. Um, this person wants to message you okay. and it'll show me like, I can even click on their message yeah. and they can't see if I read no, it or No, no. So yeah, I have that as well. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did. So I have like helps. hundreds and hundreds of DMs that right. I'll look at it, but I won't respond to Right. And with my podcast, no matter, I say before, I could talk, I could talk about whatever. I could talk right. about strip clubs or right. a church. No matter you like, I feel like no matter what you talk about, you're going to get haters no matter what. Right. Bro, yeah. No matter what. Cause you're going, you're going somewhere. How do you feel about that? Like, I feel like, no matter how Christian you are, mm. you can never be Christian enough to impress everybody. Mm. Even you're uh, on you're on stage, right? And and you're you're doing your thing, you're probably gonna have people oh like or you know a theologian say oh he got the word wrong on that one. Right, this right, guy right. read yeah. the scripture yeah. wrong. Like you're ever forever gonna get judged by even right. other Christians, oh, yeah, right? For sure. Yeah, I'll say, um, I'll circle back to that. The on on the other note. One of the things too, when it comes to like people, women approaching you and things like that, I don't even give them the time of day. Yes. Like I don't give them the opportunity. I send them to my wife. So if they're like, "Hey, I need help," or blah blah, or can you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife is powerful, man. Let me hook you up with I her. I like blah, that. Blah blah blah. And we tag team. So and and the other thing is integrity. So yeah. it, integrity is doing what's right when yeah. no one's looking. Yes. And so I fear God so much that behind the scenes I'm. God's with me still behind the scenes. He sees me. I and like so that. I can't be playing around watching pornography yeah. or, or, or getting faded and all those types of things. Like I need to be integral and people want to follow a leader, especially a pastor yes. that has integrity. Yes. Right. So that's that part. Um, and then when it comes to the other side of 
people maybe you know judging or, or things like that i always tell everyone hey like i don't know everything I said, <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm saying like i read through the whole bible but i still don't know everything and yeah. and i take the pressure off of me because there's a lot of times people will try to corner you or people will try to say like well what about this and and or you got did did you get did you maybe like you said some pastors could even try to critique your preaching mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um you know i always say i'm still learning yeah. I, and it's okay to be learning yeah. there's nothing wrong with that and you're think, always going to be learning right i think when people have that ego like i have to be up you know top dog type yeah. thing um that's what messes you up yeah. because you'll attract that to you too. When you're humble and people know like, you know, you're, you're still learning, you'll get, no matter what, you'll I get like people that. just coming after you for no reason. But And I like what you said because uh, I get the DMs from girls too, but I'm not, I'm not talking about thirsty one. I'm talking about, oh, I need a prayer. Right, or, right. And, um, but it can lead into and, stuff. A hundred percent. That yeah, prayer yeah. could be, you know what I mean? She's like, lay hands on me. Like, no, no, no. Yeah, I ain't lay hands on you. Oh I, my, my wife will lay hands on you. Yes, <laughs> So I was um so I, I I'm I'm very fortunate and I'm very blessed that you know we, and we talked about off the air how you know I dated so many girls yeah. and I finally said like God you gave me a girl and right. I was and I built my relationship with God mm. and when you build your relationship with God he'll put you in the right relationship from God right. from him like you know you're his you're his homie right. you're his son you ask for help like I got you like I got this good girl for you right instead of looking for yourself right, right? so with my girl I'm very blessed where she's very tuned in with the Bible she's mm. tuning with the word she has fear of God right not the right. brand we're not talking about the brand <laughs> the essentials we're talking about Lorenzo we're talking about the real fear of yeah, God yeah. you know like, I, I I love when I see people wearing a fear of God they yeah. don't even know nothing about yeah, God yeah, yeah. Like, you know so especially the fear of God yeah they, they definitely don't fear God most people that wear that they ain't fearing right, God right. you know so with her I like it that she don't mind talking to people. So I like that idea where mm. if I get a DM from girls, I go, hey, my girl could pray over you. Like, you know, reach out to her. Right. Like, talk to her about it. And I like that because with Prophet Rob, we all know mm. Prophet Rob. I wanted my girl to get a word from Prophet Rob. Mm. And he goes, out of respect to you, Rocky, he's like, I will never talk to her privately. Right. He goes, that's not, not the way I go. I go by, you know, Prophet Rob, I super respect that. Thank you so much right. for even, you know, even saying that. Right. However... I feel like my girl needs a private word without mm. me being in the room. Right. So you got you have my okay to go ahead yeah, permission yeah. to yeah. do that. Right. And I do like that idea. Yeah. And you do have to, even though you're a pastor and you're you know you're for God, you need to draw the line somewhere. Right. I have far respect for your wife and right. your girlfriend, or you know. And and it's it's being led by by God. Yeah. Like you have to have your conviction. Uh-huh. So I get convicted. I don't even like we have certain policies. Like if I'm meeting with a girl. Mm-hmm. The door has to be open. Okay. Like in our offices, you, we, I, I don't allow that. Yeah. You know why? Because it's not even to. It's not saying that you or that girl would do something, but it's just even the image that it That's that good. that it shows the example that it shows to people. And for maybe you can be in a room and you can handle meeting with somebody, but maybe somebody that sees that, yeah, they can't handle it, and then they try to go and have a meeting, and then they're in an adulterous affair in the church. <laughs> like you know. And I could see like. I could see Carl Lentz getting mixed up. We're mm. talking about Carl Lentz, and now he's out with the Mike Todd's church, right. you know. And I was, I was talking about like a few episodes ago before I even know he was on there. He just started doing Mike Todd's church, mm. and I was like, you know, he's so gifted. Yeah. You know, he has the, you know, the gift of gab. He's so good at what he does preaching. Mm. 
I go, it's a shame that, you know, he had his fear about this. End of the day, he's not a perfect man, right. you know, and he's apologized for it. And, and not to us, but, you know, apologized to God and his wife. His wife yeah. um, I go, he needs to start preaching again. Like, tell us, like, how you overcame it, how you and your wife are doing. Like, testify. Like, yeah. testify. Let that be part of your testimony, you know? Right, right. So I'm glad he's preaching again. I'm not glad he's preaching at a particular church just yeah. because, I, I'm not, like I said, I don't want to judge churches, but this yeah. church is doing some i want to say weird things yeah, over there yeah. if i'm be honest with you right. it's a weird and we're not going to start bashing churches yeah, or anything yeah, like that right now but I just so it's a weird thing but i could see it like he's a good looking dude kicked it with justin bieber and things are gonna get thrown his way right i feel like he should have been praying like god like don't give me temptation right but he put himself in certain situations like you said like right if he had to open doors and didn't have these private conversations that would have never took place and you have to ha listen to the recovering you know, you're going to God, like, I'm thankful I have people that I'm under that keep yeah. me accountable. My father-in-law yeah. and his brother, like I, I, they're not going to allow me to get in those slippery situations. They'll, they'll correct me, you yeah. know, and then I have to be humble enough to say, okay, like I received that. Thank you guys. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, God puts people in our life to help us navigate towards the calling he has for us. And if we listen to them, we could avoid a lot of pain and suffering. Yeah, that's good, man. And I can't let you finish this episode, you being a pastor, without telling people, hmm. how could they get to heaven? Right. Um, a scripture that comes to mind is John 14, 6. And Jesus is explaining something. This is a quote of Jesus. He says, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. And he says, no one comes to the Father except through me. Which lets you know, a lot of people like to believe this. All roads lead to God. I mean, Oprah's desperately trying to find this out. She's she's asking people all the time. She's asking pastors, and they they're not answering straight with her what the Bible says. Jesus is the only way to salvation. There, Buddha doesn't lead you to salvation. Muhammad, all these other, they don't lead you to salvation. And I might make some of you guys you maybe don't like what I just said. But I have to let you know what is the truth. And Jesus is saying he is the truth. He is the only way. That means that there's a path to salvation. There's a path to heaven. And it's only through Jesus. God sent Jesus to die for your sins, to die for my sins. So that we would not be continuing on this path headed to hell and destruction. But that we would be having the opportunity through Jesus to be in heaven forever and ever in relationship with our father jesus came to restore us back to god we're divided god jesus came to restore us bring us to the father he wants to restore you not just for eternity but right here on earth he wants you to experience true peace true joy one of the nicknames of jesus is the prince of peace if you need peace right now, if you're hurting, if you're broken, if you're depressed right now, if you're suicidal, I've been depressed, I've been suicidal, I've had all these thoughts of, of self-destruction, lack of self-worth, rejection, whatever it is that you're struggling with, maybe you're in a cycle of an addiction and you cannot break it. Jesus is strong enough and more powerful than you. He can help you break that addiction. He could restore you to your son. He could restore you to your mother. He could restore you to your wife or your husband. God can restore and do what you cannot do. But it's going to take you to wave that white flag. 
that surrenderance. It's going to take you to surrender to Jesus. It's the manliest thing you can do. A lot of us, maybe if you grew up like me, you might think, oh, like I, I, I can't show weakness. I can't shed a tear. I mean, that's what maybe you were taught. But just because you were taught that, just because that was culture you grew up in does not mean it is the truth. Someone needs to hear that. Whatever culture you grew up in, just because you grew up in that culture does not mean it is the truth. What is the truth? The scripture I just told you, Jesus is the truth. He's the only way. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. If you want life, if you need life, you might feel like, yeah, you're breathing and you're physically alive, but you feel like you're spiritually dead and you're trying to, to receive life through relationships. You think this relationship is going to give you life. You think that 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 um, drug or alcohol or this event or this community is going to give you life and you're still empty inside. Don't you want fullness? Don't you want hope, peace, joy? And this is the best best thing of all, true love. Not love that you've ever experienced on this earth. The love of Jesus comes unconditionally to you. He knows exactly where you're at right now. And he still wants you anyways. Isn't that a trip? He knows exactly yes. where you're at. He knows what you did. He knows if you're a cochino. <laughs> he knows where you're at. He knows if you were at the strip club last night working. And he still loves you no matter what. He knows if you're snorting lines. He knows wherever. If you just got done fighting, shooting somebody, he knows where you're at. And he's like, him, her, I love her. I want her. That's unconditional love. There's nothing that you could ever do in your life to cause God to love you more. He loves you abundantly right now. Would you follow Jesus? Would you surrender to Jesus? I've been living for Jesus going on 12 years and I do not regret giving my life to Jesus. Not even close. Not one day. Not one thought. I, I regret. Man, I should have not gave my life to the Lord. I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful. If you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior right now, I want to give you the opportunity right now to do that. I believe God could, could move in your life right now. If you're listening to this, you're listening to this for a reason. Don't don't stop. Even if it's getting emotional, maybe you're crying right now. Maybe you're, some past is coming up and you're maybe getting a little frustrated because now past is rising up and, and you, you, you feel like you don't want to deal with this. Stay with me. Listen, listen. This is everything you want. All the lie and all the hype of all the other stuff. This is what you want. It's right here. It's in Jesus Christ. Jesus will provide everything that you need if you want to give your life to Jesus the Bible says if we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and if we believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead that we will be saved saved from eternal punishment there's a real hell and people are headed there somebody once told me Rocky like why does God if he loves people why does he send people to hell and the truth is is that I could say the same thing about like Okay, what about the prison systems? If, if that judge is really loves, wants to help people, why does he send them to prison? The reality is, is that people send themselves to prison due to their, 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 um, their decision making, their, their crowd and things like that, right? If I'm from a gang and something happens, I chose that lifestyle, right? I chose it. And, and in the same manner, if you end up in a place called hell for eternity, you had opportunity while you're on earth to say, God, set me free. Help me. I want to give my life to Jesus. And so our decision to reject Christ is what lands us 
in that place called hell. It's real. And you, you probably will, will never hear people preach about it as much today. But it's real. And I love you enough to say what's real. To be real. To be authentic with you. Let you know, hey, today could be your last day on earth. If, you break, if today you breathe your last breath, do you know where you would go? Do you know that you would be with God forever? Not hope. There's no, no scripture in the Bible that says you're going to go to heaven because you're a good person. Because you donate. Because you do community service and all that. Only in Jesus. It's, salvation is only found in Jesus. Nowhere else. No other religion. Nothing else. Only in Jesus. That's the only way. So if you want to give your life to Jesus, I want you to begin to just open up your heart to him right now. We're going to repent of some things. We got to repent of our sins. That means to turn away from our sins, to turn to God, change your way of thinking. God, I surrender this way of thinking and I receive your way of thinking. And then we're going to renounce some things, which means to like divorce. It's like divorcing from your sin, separating yourself from your sin. So if you want to give your life to Jesus Christ right now, I want you to just repeat after me wherever you're at. If you're at work right now, whisper it, wherever you're at. Just if you're in your car, pull over. I want you to just whisper. I'm not whisper. Repeat this after me. Say, Jesus, right now, I surrender to you. Please forgive me of all my sins. I repent. I turn away from my sins. I receive your forgiveness, God. Heal me. Make me new. I renounce all sin, all my all lifestyles of sin. I choose to put my faith in Jesus Christ. From this moment forward, I live to be a disciple of Jesus. Show me, God, how to live this life. Show me how to be faithful to you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And all God warriors say, Amen. amen. Gabe. Thanks for coming on, bro. For amazing, sure, man. amazing message. Thank you for having me. Um, Want to have you back if you don't mind? Yeah, for have sure. you come back, man? And um, yeah, man, make sure you guys share. Yeah. Um, just don't repost on Instagram. Um, but you know what? Share and copy the link and send it to three friends. Text three of your friends. Yeah. Man. Can I drop my email? If of course. Of, go if, ahead. If, if any of, of you guys need some spirit, like spiritual support or anything like that, maybe you prayed or maybe you have questions, send me an email. My email is Gabriel. G-A-B-R-I-E-L at T-W-W-O dot org. Okay. Um, and then if you find me or DM me Instagram, on Instagram, yeah. it's um, Gabriel Villalobos dot the way LA. If you, and, Rocky, I'll, and I'll tag you through, yeah, yeah. I'm going to tag him throughout the, um, the this whole week. I'll, yeah. We'll be tagging him. So make sure you follow him, follow the church. If you, if you want a prayers, he, um, he has a whole prayer, uh, prayer warrior team yeah, to for pray sure. for you guys. Um, thanks for joining us. We'll see you guys next week. With that being said, we are out.